Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. I am your host, Larry Brake, coming to you from the southeast coast of Georgia between Savannah and Jacksonville, right in the heart of Glenn County. Hey, lots to talk about today. The uh, championship games of the AFC and the NFC are done. Super Bowl matchup is set. Planning your Super Bowl feast and some other things to come. So let's take a quick time out and be back with this episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. And we are back. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to every episode that we have. I appreciate it. I hope uh, this helps and aids you in your weekend barbecue guruing as you uh, go about uh, with your family and friends. In two weeks is the Super Bowl. Yet plenty of time to plan your menu. For an example, if you need some ideas of what to do, Kansas City is playing Philadelphia. So what's Kansas City famous for? Well, barbecue. What is Philadelphia famous for? Uh, the Philly cheesesteak. So here's what you should do. And this is something that uh, I've been thinking about for a whole few few weeks kind of depends upon who was going to be in the game but uh, a brisket would probably work well because you could do the sliced brisket sandwich and fix it up like a uh, Philly cheesesteak or you could cut it up as sliced brisket and do it like a strictly a barbecue styled uh, brisket uh, sandwich or just plain sliced brisket and whatever sides you have. Now that seems to be the toughest thing to, to figure out what kind of sides to uh, go with what you're doing. Now traditionally if you go to a barbecue restaurant say in Oklahoma and probably in Texas you could expect to see as sides, uh, baked beans, uh, baked potatoes, fried potatoes, french fries, things of that nature, uh, coleslaw, macaroni salad, things of that nature. So there's four items there. But if I was going to do a bake, I would be sure to do the twice-baked potato because uh, this seems to uh, be better than just plain old plain old uh, baked potato that fix yourself. I think probably the macaroni salad, sometimes people do potato salad. You see them a lot of times uh, at the restaurants. So it kind of depends upon what uh, part uh, that uh, the region that you're in. It's kind of the way they lean. Probably uh, where I grew up in Southwest, it's going to be more Texas driven whereas if you're in the northeast uh, 
corner there of Oklahoma is probably going to be more geared towards Kansas City. But anyway, you have your particular taste, your friends, you know what they like and what they uh, prefer. So I would go with that, but then you can't, you cannot leave out the uh, after meal dessert, whether it is banana pudding, whether it is ice cream, whether it is uh, ice cream sandwiches, which I've done that a few times, whether it's some kind of cheesecake, which is always good. You know the game is going to be, oh, probably a 6 o'clock kickoff here on the East Coast, 5 o'clock maybe. I haven't really seen what time, but uh, you know it's going to be a late afternoon so think about that and you might want to take uh test and and try out uh, your your planned menu uh beforehand to i guess how much you think people will be wanting to eat during the game uh it's hard to say a lot of people just uh, don't care they will just chow down and eat 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 some will still be kind of uh, probably satisfied, hungered from lunch because that's a long time from lunch to kick off. A lot of stupid uh, pregame stuff that uh, unnecessarily shown, but uh, that's kind of the nature of the game anymore. It's kind of bigger than what it really ought to be. It's just, I mean, when I was a kid, noon kickoff. Somewhere down the road, from when I was a kid, they figured out they had a gold mine there with uh, the uh, Super Bowl game and moved it uh, later on in the late afternoon. I guess depending upon where it was at uh, as far as the country, whether it was on the East Coast or West Coast or in the middle. That's kind of a permanently uh, set time now, so no matter where, I guess you are time-wise, you're going to be able to to see the game in its entirety. Now, what I'm probably going to do is probably do ribs. I mean, I just did uh, the tri-tip, and it's been a while since I've done ribs. And I will probably do some beef and pork. Now, beef ribs, to me, were the hardest to do because it was kind of hard to get them right because they seem to render down very very quick so your your smoke time is uh, basically kind of cut in half your ribs meat is not as I guess as tough as say the pork but uh, either way ribs can be good whether they're beef or pork and why it's how you Go about in your preparation. Do you marinate well? Do you just throw them on? Do you uh, like them dry? Do you like them wet? But the thing is, I like them dry. And then if I want to uh, put barbecue sauce on them while I'm eating, it's good. As, instead of just coming off wet, and I guess uh, some people like to have uh, the wet cloths with them to continually wipe their hands off but I prefer to have the dry and then 
put on the sauce when I need. So what we'll do is get some beef ribs. And they were quite inexpensive as opposed to the briskets and actually pork ribs. I've seen them a lot cheaper. And I will do the, like I do the brisket, I will do the signature steakhouse on the beef ribs. And I will do on the pork ribs, I will do the Caribbean jerk marinades. Do them overnight, and then I will put salt and pepper, probably the uh, whole grain, uh, coarse black peppers, and the kosher salt for the beef ribs and for the pork. I will throw on some Cajun, give it a little bit of a, uh, a kick, but yet not too overwhelming that uh, they're not... Uh, setting your mouth on fire that you can't enjoy it see that's the thing a lot of times with uh, the hot peppers i don't understand why the the ghost pepper challenge to that basically would probably burn your taste buds off and you're not really actually able to taste anything anymore just i mean why would you do it just seems kind of crazy but uh i guess that's the nature of the internet and those sites that promote such silliness but anyways we're going to uh we're going to put uh, some hickory and some apple if i can find it uh, into the smoke firebox we'll use the uh, charcoal to uh, light the wood and probably do a two to one apple wood to hickory smoke and pork ribs are probably going to be oh, three to four pounds. So that's about a pretty good, about a three hour smoke and then a double wrap. But I am going to probably protect the beef and put them way back into the back of the uh, smoker. So it's basically going to be a slower smoke and maybe a slower cook for that and then probably double wrap not to put them in the oven as long as I I guess what I normally would for the pork ribs maybe pull them a little quicker or something or maybe not put them in as long now I have the luxury of uh, owning uh, several uh, steam tables so I can put the uh, finished product uh, on a steam table to uh, keep it uh, warm until time to eat. So that's no problem with me. And it's going to be good to go. Uh, as far as sides, probably going to do some, uh, probably some baked potato, some twice bake with uh old cheese bacon bits uh sour cream butter and a lot of cheese a lot of cheese uh, on that probably going to do contrast that with maybe some kind of uh, salad spinach salad with tomatoes and probably going to do a maybe a 
grilled asparagus, something like that, or some beans, baked beans, something to kind of uh, give a wide variety of choices there. Uh, it's kind of hard to uh, kind of hard to uh, figure out what like when my family gets together, who likes what and who's going to show up. So trying to make it, uh, uh, I guess, for everybody to enjoy and have something instead of uh, a lot of a, a lot of food of one thing and not of uh, another, and kind of uh, wondering what are they going to eat. So we'll try to. Try to do a little bit of all for all the good tastes. So probably going to have some asparagus. Probably going to have some baked beans. Probably going to have some baked potato. And probably going to go with uh, some ice cream sandwiches. And if I can't find what I'm looking for there, I will definitely do the cheesecake route. Everybody seems to love the cheesecake, so that would be the plus. Beef ribs, pork ribs, potatoes, or baked, baked twice, twice baked potatoes, uh, asparagus, a salad, baked beans, and either ice cream or cheesecake, and maybe both. Hard to say. See what's uh, available in the stores. It's got two weeks to uh, plan and figure out. So take your time and make the best of your choices. Let's talk about the uh, the games. The, the poor old San Francisco 49ers did not have a quarterback, so it basically limited them in their play calling to just run, run, run. If I'm Philadelphia, I'm going to feel cons- very, very uh, fortunate because uh, Brock Purdy was on a roll. And I think it would have been a better game had he been healthy. Don't know that uh, they would win, seeing how it was in Philadelphia in that environment. But uh, when all you can do is hand off or run stupid reverses all the time, that's uh, kind of what you get. Uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati. Oh, man. Talk about crazy officiating. In fact, uh, officiating is getting crazy in all sports. I don't know if it's because they've embraced uh, the legal gambling aspect of it. I'm not sure how much uh, that's uh, contributing to some of these officials' uh, calls, but uh, some of them sure are strange. They let some things go on one play and then are quick to call it on another play. Holding is for one. Blocking Blocking in the back is another. Hands to the face is something else. But probably what drives everybody crazy is the roughing the passer. Uh, it depends on uh, the timing, who's doing it, uh, what's the situation. And I sure hope it's not uh, who the officials directed by uh, the league officials uh, want to win. I mean, if you think about it, there's an awful lot of uh, uh, stuff coming out on the uh, internet about uh, the Kelsey brothers facing each other, Andy Reid facing uh, his former team, things like that, building up some kind of storyline that uh, you wonder, huh, was this already planned? After all, how long does it take to uh, make up those graphics that seem to uh, 
show up just a little while after uh, the games are done. I mean, that seems kind of crazy to me that it would uh, be that fast. But what do I know? I, I'm just a weekend barbecue guru. So let's let's turn to the NBA and let's look at uh, some of the standings uh, here in the East. Uh, Boston is uh, well in hand at 36 and 15, followed by Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Cleveland, and Miami. The uh, four play-in teams, if the season ended uh, today, are the Knicks, Atlanta, Washington, and Chicago at number 10. Followed by those wanting to come in, Indiana, Toronto, Orlando, Charlotte, and Detroit rounding out at number place number 15 in the East. Now the West is the wild, wild West. But Denver seems to uh, be in control. They have a two-game lead over Memphis. Denver's record 34-16. and 16. Memphis is second. Sacramento is third. The Clippers from L.A. are fourth. Minnesota and Golden State are, uh, are the top six. Your four play-in teams are Dallas, seven, New Orleans, eight, Phoenix, nine, and Utah, ten, with, at number 11, Oklahoma City Thunder, 24 and 25. They are only a half a game out of that 10th slot. Now, I got to think they're going to have to make a move to uh, get one more shooter because they always seem to have a bad quarter where they're either the first or second or sometimes the third where they come out a little flat, aren't scoring, and they get behind and they have to play catch-up. I would like for them to get one more guy so when Holmgren comes back next year, they're going to be loaded and ready to go. Uh, number 12, Portland. 13, the Lakers. 14, San Antonio. And last and least, Houston Rockets at uh, 15. Poor old Lakers. I tell you what, uh, they had a call, no call, against them the other night that uh, they were screaming they were cheated. Well, lo and behold, if uh, the NBA officials union came out and said, yeah, we missed it, they admitted it. Uh, Patrick Beverly walked out on court with a camera showing the official uh, that they missed and he got teed up. And who cares? I mean, if the damage is already done, they were going into overtime. And they uh, they lost. Something's got to be done about the officiating uh, in, in the sports. There's too much money involved. and It just uh, seems kind of crazy that uh, you can just say, Oh, well, we missed it, and let's move on. That's kind of why a lot of other sports are uh, gaining a lot of popularity. I mean, golf. How's an official going to uh, make a bad call in golf? Either you made the putt or you didn't. Auto racing. Uh, you get the fastest car, or you don't. Uh Soccer, you kick it in the net or you don't. Uh, 
I know there's a lot of flopping that goes on in soccer, but uh, that's always has been, probably always will be. But, uh, hey, that's just uh, the way it goes. Now, if you think about uh, the worldwide popularity of uh, the World Cup, how so many countries in the world actually do play soccer, and that's what uh, we call it here in, in America. Those of you uh, who are east of uh, me in uh, Europe, Asia, Africa, it's a uh, football. But still, it's the same game, whatever you call it. It's put the ball in the net. Sort of like uh, basketball, but uh, different kinds. Sort of like hockey, but a different kind. Oh, well, February's coming up, and you have uh, the NBA All-Star Game coming up. You have the Super Bowl coming up, and you have the Daytona 500 coming up uh, in the month of February. Hey, next, our next episode, our old guest, Tony Griffo from New Jersey, will be on. We'll be talking about uh, how he's going to – I guess plan his meal, what he's going to have. Uh, he's going to uh, give his thoughts on the upcoming game and things of that nature. He is a huge hockey fan, so you hockey fans, uh, stay. Uh, be sure to make sure and stay tuned for uh, that, his insights. His uh, favorite team is the New York Rangers. Actually, he is a Knicks fan too and a Giants fan. And I actually a Mets fan. So there's his four top teams. And he roots for Notre Dame, uh, the Irish in college sports. So with that, I want to say, hey, thank you uh, for everyone who's uh, listening. I appreciate uh, the time that you spend to uh, listen. I hope you're learning and getting a, uh, a different view on how to uh, barbecue. Uh, it takes a while to uh, master your taste, your, your technique, but I'm telling you, it is well worth it. There's nothing better than sitting at the table with your family and someone, a family member from out of town says, man, this is uh, restaurant worthy which uh, makes it all worthwhile. It's happened to me several times, and I'm telling you, there's no better feeling. With that, I am going to wrap up this latest episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. Hey, thanks again for listening. Uh, subscribe. All those things that uh, let you know that uh, there's a new uh, episode out. Tony Griffo next week. And I will catch you then to all you weekend barbecue gurus out there. Adios, goodbye, and I will see you later.